This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single Podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Spera. We are the co-writers of the upcoming book, this is why you're single, which comes out December eighth. Everybody, yes. um, every week on every week on the podcast, we highlight a different reason why you're single. This week's reason is you're obsessed with labeling your relationship. Yes, we are also going to be talking about the dating app for famous people. How to know if you're dating a psychopath? Important. Re- this is that's like probably one of the most important relevant things. to all of us. Then we're going to answer your listener questions with the help of a very special guest who will be joining us later on in the show. We're going to be welcoming Rosalind Hart, who plays dating expert Dr. Alex Schiller in the hilarious show at Joe's Pub. Angela and I both went to see yes. that show together. It's called Never Sleep Alone. We went on a double date, actually. Yes. Um, and let me tell you, if you want to have a fun original double date, Dr. Alex had a. Two volunteers performed cunnilingus on stage, but there was a watermelon. I mean, it wasn't like real. Like I mean, people, it was, but it was a watermelon in place of a vagina. Yeah, we're, we'll talk about that more with her. Um, Angela was on one of her first dates. Not first, but a very early on date to be in the same room as somebody eating out a watermelon. It's a great way to break the ice. And Dr. Alex Schiller also has the hit book, Never Sleep Alone. She's going to be joining us. As Dr. Alex Schiller. So no Rosalind yeah. Hart. We're going to get Dr. Alex. The, the Dr. Alex. We're pretty excited about it. <laughs> yeah. Very sexy Dr. Alex. <laughs> She's going to help us answer our listener questions. But first, Angela, I want to know how your week was. How's my week? Okay. So I have a public service announcement for everybody. If you are using Venmo, you need to scroll through it because you will <laughs> probably find somebody that you have gone on one date with and then never heard from again. Wait, explain. I thought you like have to follow certain so people. So did I, but you do not because this has not just happened to me. This has happened to my friends too. Mm-hmm. They like anybody that you have in your phone, I think maybe if you put in their first and last name, um, they just automatically show up in your like main news feed. Yeah. So somebody that had ghosted me a few what, like months back. What? You've been ghosted? Oh, I've been ghosted a hard girl. Oh, no. Four dates in a row. I don't believe it. Four dates. Four dates is like serious business. I know. Too. We were practically engaged. Wait, is this Kansas? Yeah. All right. I like already know the nickname. This is why it's so important to, <laughs> to give. Yeah. Have we already talked about that on the show how important mm. it is to give nicknames to guys no, so your friends haven't. can keep track of them? But we firmly believe that. Yeah. This is like a guy Angela dated like two years ago. And I'm like, oh, this was Kansas, right? right? Uh, we named the one him that, that like, because he was from Kansas. He's from Kansas. But wait, this is how good nicknames are. Is he mm-hmm. the same? Kansas was the one that like one time sent you a picture of him like at a carnival yes, eating holding, like a hot dog on a stick or it something was bacon on a stick All right, I was and close. i fell i was like oh my god he's hilarious <laughs> i and don't know why you the thought that strangest was funny. thing about that was like we had met in a bar and then like weeks had gone by and we hadn't spoken and then apropos of nothing he sent me him holding bacon <laughs> on a stick and, and yeah, you know that what? was like the biggest turn on it's funny did. that you bring that up because yeah. his picture on venmo is not the same picture. Bacon on a stick. Shut. He up. loves that <laughs> picture. <laughs> wait, you, wait, no. Yes. Yeah. Wait, so that can't. I mean, you can imagine my shock and horror as I was 
but that's trying like his, to pay that's like people his thing. things. That's like his one move is like, yeah. this is a great way to woo women. That bacon on a stick. This is like perfect profile picture. Bacon on a stick. I thought I was special. He probably sent that bacon on a stick, which is not a euphemism, by the way. It was literally bacon on a stick at a like country fair. Um, probably sent it to like five other girls, not just me. Oh my God, that's crazy. I know. So it was like very jarring. So like what was what was he Venmoing? Oh, I can tell you. Um, just yet another check in the winner column. He messaged somebody. Uh, the, the description for the the payment was your mom's number. Oh, oh my god! Oh, oh my god! This and Can- I I'm so glad you're not dating you know. Kansas. I know. Me too. I'm. So I mean, I love. Glad. I mean, like half my family's from Kansas. Like yeah. I love people from Kansas. I don't like this particular. Kansas. No, I'm. I, he's the only person I've ever met from Kansas, but I'm going to assume he doesn't represent the entire state. He doesn't. People from Kansas are wonderful people. Yeah. Well, whatever. At least now I can keep tabs. I was just disappointed to see that he was still alive because you know, anytime you get ghosted, you're like, maybe they fell <laughs> off a cliff. And do you like secretly kind of <laughs> hope that because you're like, all right, so it wasn't me. He like actually got hurt. Right. I mean, so that's... then you're like partially like, oh, I'm glad he's alive. Wait, that means he really right. did ghost. He me. really was that n- jerk. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to. Wi- I don't want to act like I wish harm upon people, but I do just wish that maybe they get sucked up into a black hole and are exploring deep space. I mean, that probably didn't happen. I just <laughs> say like it would have, it would have sucked to like live back in like the times of the Notebook when you know he yeah. like thought she just wasn't responding to all of his letters and she yeah. never got them. But now people can be like right. psycho and they'd be like, why aren't you responding to my letters? Yeah. And we'd be like, he's crazy. I right. ignored your letters. He could have been like liking her Venmo payments. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> the notebook has nothing to do with this discussion. But, but still, I, I see where you're coming from right. with that one. Um, do you like that I like refer to like periods of time by, by, by <laughs> Nicholas rom-com, Sparks novels? Rom-com <laughs> movies. Um, who doesn't? Okay. Uh, well, anyway, that that's my public service announcement. Just watch out when you're on Venmo because you could see a one-hit wonder. It uh, happens. Yeah. It happens to the best of us. What's up with you? All right. So I have a friend, and she was telling me about a guy she recently went out with. And she's like, you know, things were going really well. And then I found out he was homeless. And I was like, <laughs> what do you mean by that? And she's like, okay. She put it in perspective. Mm-hmm. He wasn't technically homeless, which is a very sad thing that, you know, happens to a lot of people. Right. She wouldn't – you wouldn't break up with a guy because he's homeless. Right. He – was airbnb <laughs> his apartment as his job. That was how he was making money. He would just, like, spend the night in different right. people's apartments I mean, so that he could make money off of his Airbnb apartment. He would shower at, like, his stepbrothers or something. <laughs> and, like, it took her, like, a long time into, like, knowing him. Like, I mean, like, a couple right. weeks before she realized, like, oh, wait, his job is airbnb right. his apartment she probably just thought he was like a gentleman and was like oh he's like not rushing to bring me back to his place that's because people are staying there he from, doesn't have one yeah like people from nicaragua mm. that are visiting new york for right. the first time are staying there i mean i think it's a very clever way to make money um i'm glad that he doesn't have to like shower in like a public pond or something yeah he's got a good network of people yeah. with nice showers that are willing to let him use them but um, so did she, when she found out he was homeless, was she like done? No. She was like, he's tall and <laughs> right. I'm really attracted to him. I'm going to like give this a shot. But then something else happened. So she said really? that like, she said that they went on what she called two first dates, which okay. I found that really interesting. She said, Explain. so we went on like our first date and then we didn't talk for 
like two months. And so then we went on our second first date and I was like, wait, hold up. At what oh. period of time does the date number, the yeah. date count revert back to zero? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I mean, I don't know, like two months. It definitely was like a second first date. Oh yeah. It definitely like regenerates. Do you You're like a born, with this? born again first date. I mean, like it's a, definitely like a, something that happens pretty often. I feel like is this like people that like reclaim their virginity and like yeah, no it's you're like, reclaiming that's your not first date how um, that works and either you can go one of two routes you can either acknowledge the like two month mm-hmm. delay in conversation which like seems like the normal thing to do right. but I feel like most people just pick up where they left off and are like let's not let's just pretend that you weren't like probably dating somebody else for those last two months like yeah. we're just gonna pretend it was like a pregnant pause. I guess so, but I think like after that whole thing, she was like, "All right." After her second first date, then discovering that he was technically homeless, mm-hmm. she was like, "All right, he's tall, right?" Which is few and far between. So hard to find. So hard to find tall men. It's apparently very important. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, I'm five four. Like, I, this was never so an it's issue. Never been an issue for it, you. I'm like, I've dated well. people that are like, as long as you were like my equal, I was down. Well, I'm 5'7", so I've never dated somebody that was homeless, but you definitely are like, you you weigh the pros and cons. I guess. It's not like you're an Amazon, though. Like, there's people... I mean, uh, no, but I feel like men are getting shorter. All right. With that note, we're going to go on to what's in the news. What's in the news? Angela, what have you been reading lately? I have been reading the Huffington Post. Good source for uh, dating news also. And um, good source for everything. They basically yeah. cover everything. And I like that they like have specific different versions. When I go to their website though, I'm like very overwhelmed. Well, there's a lot going on in the world. Laura. There's just a lot of headlines coming at me. Yeah. Well, here's one of them. Psychopaths may be immune to contagious yawning. Oh my god! And that is the article that I read. Because so, are you just going to be like on a date, constantly yawning yes. to see if he yawns? It's back? the perfect test because so psychopaths have no empathy, mm-hmm. so they're not empathetic to your being tired. So they don't yawn back. I thought the whole unconscious yawning when somebody else is yawning is like subconscious. It's not like well, is that what I guess is empathy subconscious then? Well, Laura, why didn't we have a rooted, sociologist on this show? It's rooted in social bonding. I read Wait, a you study. Read, you, oh my god, thank you. From the Journal of Personality and Individual Differences. Wait, you have you really did your research I'm, on this one? I'm like really smart <laughs> and I can read. Um, but yeah, they they said that chimps um, do contagious yawning. And I think dogs... Well, chimps are basically humans that don't speak well, English. Well, dogs do Or any it. language. Dogs. I mean, I know dogs. you treat your dog like a human, but... No, she is a human. You can, like, stick your face in your dog's face and yawn. And it will yawn back? Unless she's a psychopath. Good test what? if your dog is a psychopath. Are you kidding me? But also useful for finding out if the person you're on a date with is a psychopath. Oh, my God. I'm so fascinated in this. I mean, yeah, like, that makes sense. Chimps have a very complex social network they do they're very like when they're not flinging their own poop well i mean i've (laughs) seen humans do that too. yeah i've I've definitely (laughs) felt like doing that before um (laughs) but it did say like you know not everyone that doesn't yawn back is a psychopath they have to have a few other traits 
Uh, I'm not a psycho. Uh, <laughs> you couldn't see us, but I was just We're yawning practicing. to test Angela, and she yes. yawned back, so she's not a psycho. Um, but just so everyone knows, the other traits that somebody has to have to be a psychopath are lying, um, having an inflated ego, and being charming but callous. I think I know a lot of psychopaths. I know, right? <laughs> I think a lot of people do. A lot of former bosses of mine. Yes. <laughs> None that we'll name. No. Of course not. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, keep a watchful eye. All right. I'm going to. Thank you. That was actually like a good yeah. tip. Apply, apply it to your real life. We should pick more news stories that have useful tips. Yeah. Well, does yours? No. What, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the new <laughs> dating app for famous people called Raya. Oh, so this is. I app- thought it was called Raya. It's R A Y A, but someone else pronounced it Raya. The jury's still out because I would say Raya too, but maybe we're both wrong. I think of like Madonna's Ray of Light, like Ray, Raya. <laughs> oh, if they ever do a, a commercial, that would be great. Like, you can date on Raya Light. Please continue singing. Okay. <laughs> so it's really hard to get into this app because I right. applied and oh was God. not accepted. Maybe you weren't accepted because you're married. Probably. So you have to hook up your Instagram. They like judge you by your Instagram. You So you have to be like an influencer on Instagram. So they want to know you have like a lot of followers. Mm-hmm. They want to know there's also an algorithm that involves, yeah, your Instagram following, mutual connections with other Raya Raya members, personal recommendations, and then there's a selection committee. So this is like insane. worse than applying for like a college sorority i actually read an article about this and they called it um illuminati tinder yeah which i think is great it's like horrible so a friend of mine got in she didn't get in when she applied originally but then she has like connections and she knew a friend of a friend of a friend who like created this app and she's like can you put in a good word i really want to get on the app and then he put in a good word and now she's on it but she says she actually hates it because she's like it's all beautiful people she's like it's all like victoria's secret models yeah, I don't like that. she saw raven simone kelly osborne sean white who else did she tell me she saw on it i heard moby's on it moby oh she didn't tell me that she saw <laughs> you know, the guy that uh, hot underwear model singer moby. with the dreads um canon crow's man Ken- wow that was quick um <laughs> but i don't but i <laughs> still don't know his name though um she saw him on there so she's seen like a lot of famous people on there but she said it's all models and she's gorgeous like my friend's beautiful but she's like Mm -hmm. i am literally like i'm like a five on this app yeah she's like i'm just not getting that many messages so anyways i tried to sign up just for (laughs) testing and i'm sure once they looked at my instagram picture and instagram account and saw pictures of me from my wedding like 20 pictures in. yeah you got they were like this person's not it's ridiculous that it's like applying to college like you need references no, you need a portfolio no it's like it's sorority it's <laughs> like yeah i mean if you're in a sorority like good for you for going through that but holy crap it's yeah, just not fun it doesn't appeal to me i feel like i don't know there's something like off-putting about people that identify as like the elite i mean if you're kelly osborne fine you're elite but if you're just like there's also a lot of like douchebag djs on there right and it's like, like come on and club promoters it's like ugh, right barf so i don't know i feel like if it must be hard to date when you're famous thank god so we're not. hard thank god so happy to be a nobody yeah it's nice but then at the same time like you have to admit it's really hard to date on like tinder or happen or hinge or bumble on any of those because there's just such an overflow of people like there's like you can't swipe through 
you, you could, it's endless swiping. Whereas it's this true. is almost like a, like a selected, I don't know, like a self-selecting like group. vetted. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. So I, I do understand I that so. appeal. This is such like a modern problem to have. Like, yeah. I want my dating pool specialized to me. This is such a hassle well, that I, all these people at my fingertips are not exactly what I want. I mean, it's hard though. Like, how how are you ever going to pick when you've got like thousands of people to, to swipe through? I don't know. That's why... Uh, there's no way to People like just keep instigating. Yeah, that's a whole nother chapter we have in our book. Yeah. In our book. All right. <laughs> Next up, we're going to have guest Dr. Alex Schiller here in the studio to answer our listener questions. But first, Angela, let's take a quick second to thank one of our sponsors. Let's do it. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. You can start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter the offer code SINGLE at checkout, and you're going to get 10% off. Mm-hmm. Very, very cheap. Um, we built our website, this is why you're singlebook.com on Squarespace, but Laura is now trying to create some more websites. Our website's so great. No, I don't want to create more. I want to expand our she already existing expand. awesome website. I want to sell some she T-shirts. build some pages and, and have like a merch marketplace because squarespace allows you to do that and so we already have the platform and we write really funny jokes and i think people would want our t-shirts i don't understand why you don't want to do that no i mean like do you guys want to walk around saying like i'm single no that's not it would be a funnier joke i can't think of any right now but (laughs) we write funny jokes well I'm on the fence about it, but because Squarespace is only $8 a month, I-, I might get on board. I don't know. Yeah, and you get a free domain if you sign up for a year. So I don't know. Just go to our website. This is why your singlebook.com if you want to check out an example of a really cool Squarespace website. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe pretty soon you're going to start seeing some merch on there. I don't yeah, know. Keep checking. But you can start your free trial site today with no credit card required at squarespace.com. Mm-hmm. And when you decide to sign up for Squarespace, you can use our offer code SINGLE and get 10% off your purchase. That's a pretty good deal. Yes, it is. Squarespace, Squarespace builds it beautiful. We're back and now it's time for our listener questions. We are joined by Dr. Alex Schiller, star of the hilarious show at Joe's Pub and the hit book, Never Sleep Alone. She's been written about in the New York Times. She's been on Jenny McCarthy. And now she's here with us. A very sexy hello to Dr. Alex. Hello, ladies. Hi. Um, So we were talking earlier that we had gone to see your your live show on a double date. Oh. Um, And I was there with somebody who I was not seeing for very long. And it was an interesting experience because things get very sexy. Very quickly. You get very sexy. There's very like, quickly. there was cunnilingus and there Did was, you make out but, with a stranger? I didn't. We were in the voyeur section. I don't know if she um, would so, still be with her boyfriend if she had made out with a stranger on their like yeah, date number three. Yeah. I think yeah. you, I think you definitely, I think you'd be your fiance now. You think so? <laughs> I, I see that, that a lot of people, people come to the show with dates and then, you know, I pull up their date to make out with someone else and they get real jealous and real possessive real <laughs> I quick. I guess that makes sense actually. That because it's not, you know, it's, I'm forcing them to do it. So yeah. they're like, I, I had no part in it. Right. Could yeah. It's, it's Dr. Like, Alex told me to. Yeah. It's like forcing an open relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we definitely, we had to address, the, I mean, there was like actually literal questionnaires. We had to answer sexy questions early on about each other. Um, how important do you think it is to talk about that stuff early on? I think it's really important. I think um, sexual communication in your relationships as early as possible 
is really important. I think more importantly, it's really important that you explore sexually before you enter into a monogamous long-term relationship, because Mm -hmm. without those diverse sort of sexual experiences and the skills, the sexual skills that come with that, I think you're going to be incapable of pleasing your partner. And without the sort of communication skills and confidence that come with diverse sexual experiences, you're going to be incapable of telling your partner what it takes to please you. And I think the sooner that that comes into a relationship, the happier your relationship is going to be, the sexier your relationship is going to be, the more MBOs you'll have. That's mind-blowing orgasms. Okay. Oh my God. I love it. I can say anything on here. You you can say orgasm. In her book, there's, you have so many different acronyms. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have written a bunch of them down. Can you tell us like, what are some of your favorite? Well, I'm sure some of them will come out as we keep talking. (laughs) So I'll just think about, you know, because I like to use the sort of alphabet soup approach to teaching because, Mm -hmm. um, before I was a sex therapist, I was a pediatrician and I did most of my work. Yeah. Abroad with the doctors without borders program. And (laughs) do you know that program? Very sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, working with (laughs) poor and malnourished children taught me how to deal with desperate people with short (laughs) attention. Spans, so and there ain't no difference you know between a 10 year old somali boy with the measles and a 30 year old manhattanite with no boyfriend <laughs> they're exactly the same. they're yeah. both suffering <laughs> in order to get better they need to be told what to do and acronyms oh you know helps them to remember right what also are some like of the important questions to ask before you get into a long-term relationship with somebody the thing is i don't think it's about asking questions mm. and i don't think you should ever ask your partner their number I'm so against that. I think what's past is past. Just, you know, both of you get tested. Make sure you're clean. The only question you should be asking is, have you had sex without a condom with anyone in the last three months? And that's it. The rest of it's not important. What is important is that you're communicating in the moment, that you tell your partner what you're into, you know, and if they're doing it right, say, oh my God, that is the best. You are so perfect. (laughs) Don't say that is so perfect. Say you are so perfect. What's the difference? Well, it's just, it's more personal. And you got to remember that deep down, everyone wants to be treated like children. People want to be treated like children deep Mm -hmm. down in their heart, but not ugly, unwanted children. They want to be treated like perfect, spoiled, Mm -hmm. gifted children. That's why grown women are obsessed with cupcakes and grown men are obsessed with hard nipples. (laughs) And it's true. So, you know, when you say, oh, you're so good, you're so good, you're so perfect and just stroke the side of their cheek. It takes them back to that place of supreme adoration and comfort that they haven't felt since they were a child. We're going to try this. We're both going to try this tonight. Right. We're just going to mother And then mother do it. Make men. your man's Oedipus complex work for you. Oh, God. And I'm going to buy do. a binky for, for my guy. It'll make it real weird when I see his mom it's next It's not time, weird. But. You've got to remember that you're, you know, you're imprinted as a child. The first sexual feelings that you ever have, and they're, they're not conscious, you know, are usually about your parent. But it's not your parent mm. now. It's your parent when they were young and hot. So what you got to do is you got to find some pictures of this your man's so incestual. mom when she was. Trust me, you wanted Wait. to fuck your dad too. Wait, it no. goes both ways. <laughs> Not your dad you... now. Your dad when you were first born. Right, your I'm dad, saying when your you dad were a when baby, and you looked up at him. You were like, "That is the hottest man I've ever seen," and you He's got imprinted with that. Yeah, sure. Think about your boyfriend now, <laughs> and think about your dad when he was 25. I bet there are similarities. My brain won't let me go there, but I believe you. It's all right. It's well, just make I know, your I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go through the similarities in my head. I know. You don't have to, but make your man's Oedipus complex work for you. I'll okay. get a long flowing gown. Mm-hmm. Trust. Okay. I, I mean, I do see what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I think like Nick's mom and I are kind of similar. Yeah. 
Nick can <laughs> All right. Next question. What this show is obviously called This Is Why You're Single. What's the biggest obstacle you find people doing wrong that keep them single? Mm, all right. Well, three things come to mind. Number one would be their lack of a passion, a true life passion, and their lack of a creative outlet. I think that all human being all human beings inherently have this need to create. Everyone has something artistic inside them that they should be doing. And I think it's the denial and suppression of the creative urge that make human beings become obsessed with other people. Mm. I agree with that. I totally agree. I think you need to create something every day. There needs mm -hmm. to be something in your life that you are equally, preferably more obsessed with than your partner or the person you want to be. I mean, both Angela and I, we were like, Tech, we were single until we started like creating and writing together right. mm-hmm. and writing then, a show about being single made us more attractive yeah. apparently enough. yeah angela found a boyfriend and i got engaged and, I bet, and you weren't yeah. even looking because you were no, so I was, focused I was on your creation yeah that's the thing you get bored when you don't have anything going on and then yeah. you're just obsessed I, about every little people. dumb thing yeah. no it's true once i started to like have like professional success and like creative success that's when i like found a man that's when he found you. <laughs> that's when he found me. Mm-hmm. That's when you became the one everyone wants. But so that's one thing. I think the other thing is their unwillingness to have new experiences alone. They're oh. always hanging out with their cock-blocking friends. And that's oh. one of the NSA principles, one of the yeah. acronyms. BFF equals UCB, which stands for best friend forever equals ultimate cock-block. <laughs> that's NSA principle number two in the book. And I remember don't that want one. to go out alone. Yeah. They don't want to go have dinner alone. No, that's they scary. don't want to go to a concert But do you think alone? that you shouldn't have a wing man? What about like a wing no, man? Wing, there is no, no wing man, wing woman. They're cock blocks. <laughs> They're cock blocks that are keeping you from saying yes to new sex, sociosexual experiences and they're they're keeping you kind of trapped in that same sociosexual role that you've always played within that friend group. So if you're the quirky mm-hmm. one, you're always going to be the quirky one with your friends. You can't reinvent yourself right. as you the femme the fatale one, right. with the British accent because hmm. they're watching you. Our producer's like nodding his head over here <laughs> on the side, like he like agrees yeah. with all of this. We have a whole. I mean, it's hard. We have a whole chapter in our book about like picking a good wingman, right. but we also have a chapter about like how dangerous a cock block can right. be and how there's wingmen that basically are actually cock blocks in disguise. Yeah. And I think yeah. if you sociosexual sabotage, it's a big thing. And sometimes your friends don't even realize they're doing right. it, but human beings are naturally competitive for sociosexual attention. So it's really hard, especially the more drinks your wingman has, yeah. the more likely right. they are to be jealous She's and jealous. start saying these little subversive things. Yeah. I don't think like friends ever do it on purpose. I think if but you're going to take, happen. A, if you're going to pick a wingman, pick a stranger. Yeah. Cause then you Ooh. might end up fucking your wingman. Whoa. Pick a stranger at a bar and be like, hey, I'm Angela. Want to be each other's wingman tonight? I like that. I do like that. I mean, it's true. When I met my man, I showed up at a party by myself. I did. I showed up at a party by myself. I didn't have anybody with me. Well, a big group of attractive girls is overwhelming, I guess. It is. And they magnify each other's worst qualities. You know, (laughs) a group of girls goes out together and their voices get louder and higher pitched and louder and higher pitched. And they create a shrill wall of sound (laughs) that's impossible for the male species to penetrate. Yeah, I've been there. Well, it's like uh, we say it's like a they think that like you become hotter by association. Like if you're right. hanging out in a, with a don't. big group of hot women that you are hot by association, no. but you're not. It's like a big group of like right. flamingos where yeah. they just all look like flamingos. You're like, <laughs> I can't even tell anybody is yeah. like an individual part. They're they all, all seem N3. They nagging, all look the same. nervous and needy. Yeah. 
Acronym. Mm. God damn, I love those acronyms. <laughs> and when you're out alone, you seem adventurous and alluring. I guarantee it. Ladies, start going out alone. Oh my God, this is so inspiring. Alone. All right. We have a few questions from our listeners that we Ooh. want you to help us answer. Dr. Alex. Angela, mm-hmm. you have the questions. I have the questions. I will read them to you, Dr. Alex. Okay. Um, the first one we got was from someone who labeled himself an unapologetic nice guy. Big fan Pussy. of this podcast. We've, no, th- we like this guy's like really... Well, all right. all right. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to close my eyes and right. listen. Go on. Okay. Um, it's a long, so, it's a long, it's a long one. Um, I'll read quickly. He's passionate man. Thank you for taking the time to write to us, by the way, unapologetic nice guy. Yeah. We like okay. you. Thanks for listening to <laughs> Um It was very nice of you. <laughs> All right, I'll read. Very unapologetic um, of you. Sounds very unfuckable to me, but let's see. No. Oh, boy. Oh, oh God. <laughs> All right. JK, unapologetic. <laughs> nice guy, JK. <laughs> All right, so he writes, so I live in Alaska, and Ooh. the man-to-woman ratio is abysmal, like 10 guys for every woman. Can I stop you right there? You can. This, first of all, come to New York because it's oh, yeah. the opposite. All women should be going to Alaska. All men should be coming to New York. This, this is totally true. Right. If this you is... want to come to New York, uh, unapologetic, nice, unfuckable guy, whatever your name is, <laughs> I will give you my spare room for a couple nights. Whoa. Because the women here need you. Okay, go on. Yeah, I... Okay. That is a generous offer. Very generous. He should swap. You should swap with a woman, actually. Let her stay in your place in Alaska. You stay in her place here. You introduce her to your friends. That's a brilliant idea. That's like a rom-com. And then they fall in love. Isn't it like, what's that that Jack Black movie? Mm -hmm. Wasn't like Cameron Diaz in it? Yeah, The Holiday. Where they swap apartments. (laughs) I knew that movie about that. You really did know that Um, quickly. I love that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so 10 guys for every woman. I have been told that I'm too nice and that is why in this day and age I have trouble getting a girlfriend. He goes on to say that he considers himself kind of a catch. He's a former Mm. Marine with a good job for the state, hopes to work for the UN, was raised by his mom and big sister to always be direct. complex. (laughs) 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 To always be direct and not hide how you feel, only be careful how you convey those feelings. Um. So he says, I say, wait, his mom and his sister told him that to, yes. So even they know he's unfuckable. He was like, he was raised by women. So he think, you know, like he's raised by women, treat women. He's in touch with his emotions. I don't, I don't know what they were meaning when they said that, but they either meant, they either meant, you know, be direct about it, but don't be long winded and a pussy like you normally are, even in this email (laughs) or, or they taught him to be the exact opposite of his father who's the man that fucked his mother and then ran out on her, apparently, if she's a single Aww, mom. Nice I'm sorry if nope. he's dead. I'm sorry yeah, if he's dead. Yeah, what if he died? Jesus Christ. Well, if he died, he died. But so they're teaching, she's trying to teach him how to be the opposite of the man that she wanted to fuck. So this could be treacherous. Mm. Either way, oh, this God. sounds treacherous. All right, nice But guy. let's go. I mean, my spare right. room's still yours. Let's go. <laughs> okay, what else did right. he say? So wrapping up, um, he says he doesn't mind cooking. He genuinely enjoys listening when a woman is talking about her day. Uh, it does seem that he loses out a lot to much more crass and inattentive guys when like it, your father <laughs> when it comes to keeping someone interested what do you think i'm almost 30 and i'm looking for something real but i don't know how to compromise my morals or i don't want to compromise my mor- morals and i don't think there's weakness in wanting to be sweet to your girlfriend um he just happens oh or to remember their stories in great detail he just happens to have a great memory why is he single well <laughs> I mean, I do. I have to say about that that email that he sent. He really gave us the full picture I think of the situation. So Personally. it was a long 
question, but I, I appreciate the attention to de- – it should be yeah. unapologetic and detail-oriented nice guy. Right. Yeah. And that's nice. Um, <laughs> is it fuckable? Mm. I, first of all, it sounds to me like you may be a virgin, which is okay. And if not a virgin, extremely limited in your sexual experiences, yeah, especially Alaska. if you just came out of the military, you're living in Alaska. I bet being post-military, you can't dress for shit. You're probably wearing Oakley sunglasses all the time and Patagonia or worse. Um, so you need an MYF makeover. You need, you need a make you fuckable makeover. Sounds like you need to learn how to costume yourself according to the collective erotic unconscious. And if you want to email me at Dr. Alex at neversleepalone.com, with some before pictures i can tell you how to change that outfit and wear something that make people want to know your story i work with a lot of ex-military guys and it's very easy to change them from someone who looks and actually a lot of them when they come out of the military they put on an extra 20 pounds and you see Mm -hmm. a former navy seal that's just looking like a pudgy well because they're used to eating like a ton of food and working out like every day and And they're climbing climbing mountains yeah. So, I mean, maybe I'm wrong on this, honey. And please prove me wrong. Write to me at Dr. Alex at com. But I bet you need a makeover. I bet your house I needs a makeover. A good makeover story. I bet, I bet that your house is not a sensual and seductive environment. I bet you don't have the three F's, which are fabrics, flowers, and flames. So Ooh. we need to make over your house according to Wait, that. are flames just like candles everywhere? Candles everywhere or no, fireplace. You are talking to the candle loving girl. Mm-hmm. I have like all 40 all over candles. my apartment. Some I mean, I don't, I, I'm going to have to meet him, but it's just from what I'm hearing, it just sounds, you know, Oedipus complex, foot fetish. Men with older sisters <laughs> usually have foot fetishes. No, oh, really? pro- no problem with know. that. I, I have a foot fetish. I so. feel like he didn't leave out very many details. I feel like he he would have said the foot fetish thing. He's, no one's going to admit to their foot yeah, fetish unless true. they're on Craigslist. <laughs> By the way, that's a way to get free pedicures, ladies. But, uh, you know, oh, let's talk. Email me. I really... I, <laughs> I don't, don't want someone jerking off while they're, like, giving me a pedicure. Mr. Nice Guy. It after, it's, it's, people have yeah, told it him... It there. sounds to me people have broken up with him and they say, you're too nice. Or the girls that don't want to fuck him say, it's because you're too nice. And that's not why. It's because they don't find you attractive, probably because you're not fearless, independent, relaxed, and erotic. You well, you, you want to leave some mystery. So if you're remembering yeah. every story and it's just yeah. like... Yeah, B- want- BDSM, be direct, seem mysterious. <laughs> yes. That's chapter five of the book. So buy the book, boy, <laughs> and email me if you want a spare room. Her, her book is amazing, and you should definitely take her up on the spare room. If you come yeah, in December, come, you can come, come to, to our You're going to have to take the party. creep test before I let you in. <laughs> <laughs> What's the creep test? Uh. It's written and it is not multiple choice. That's all I have to say. <laughs> well, if you don't pass, there's always Airbnb. You can go destroy someone else's apartment. Um, <laughs> all right. I don't think you can so, get better advice than right. what Dr. Alex just gave. So, right. Listen, so, and you will be riding us. And not, do not we have any make, girls? That we do. Yeah, yeah we, we got a girl, girl coming up. Um, are we all wrapped up with our Alaskan friends? I don't know. Is I there anything else to tell him? Like, there, there's. I mean, do you? Guys it's like think don't. It's like basically like don't be a dick. But I like her right. advice. Like be mysterious. Be direct. See mysterious. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about like that. that. Mom always like, right. Actually, if that's from what he says, his mom said she's right. You know, don't put mm-hmm. it all out on the table. You've got to give your partner or your date a sense of potential. I love the makeover idea. I think like mm-hmm. when you change your outward appearance, it can really have an effect on like your overall confidence and like how you present yourself to the world. And I think he'll maybe approach meeting right. girls in the future if he's yeah. got his and new look yeah, down. Not to make like a sweeping generalization, but I feel like if you're like dressing nice in Alaska, you're going to stand out. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> 
Good point. Losing the puffy coat, you're going to be sexy. Leather jacket, you'll be cold, but you'll be sexy. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, what's our second, all right. Our second so email? Next, we have from a lady. Her name is Allie, and we love her. Thank you for writing us, Allie. Um, she wrote... The sweetest email. Very sweet email. Um, she's having some issues. She said, there's this guy... He's the first guy in a long time where I find myself truly wanting to get to know him. I think he's interested, but I'm horrible with cues, quote unquote. So I have no idea. Problem is, I've heard from a mutual friend that he is that he just doesn't know about me yet because he doesn't think he could ever date his friend's cousin. What a well, bullshit is Allie in the ninth grade? I know. What the fuck is this? What not, is this bullshit? It's not that weird. Um, this guy. Ugh. Okay, so she says it's... I heard from my friend that... Cousin... Wait, what? I heard from my friend that he doesn't want to date me because he knows I know his cousin? Yes. She's... He's friends with her cousin and that's freaking him out. He's friends with her cousin. He wants to fuck her cousin. Oh. Oh. You think? Could be. I mean, go on. Um, (laughs) She said... You are so good at reading between the lines. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, It's confusing because now I've hung out with him alone or with another friend. Then I've hung out with him and my cousin. Yeah. And he wants to fuck my cousin. (laughs) He wants to fuck your cousin. Um, She didn't say that. No, she didn't say he wants to fuck my cousin. But yeah, I hung out with Um, him and my cousin. Yeah. But uh, what can I do to get him to change his mind or is that even possible? Okay, no. Is there a next step or should I just forget about this guy? Full disclosure, I've already tried forgetting him. about him but no luck okay we um, all have been there i yes. where you like a guy and no matter how hard you try you try to have crushes on other people and you just cannot right. and where you feel like he's giving you clues okay there's no clues i want to quote like, Brett, he's, Brett going like on this. he's just not that into Uh-oh. you okay when a guy's into you you know and furthermore c equals fml chemistry equals fate minus logic you will know that's a lot of math <laughs> within two minutes if someone's into you yeah, and you're true. into them there is no mm-hmm. ifs ands or busts and, and it's not your fault and there is nothing you can is do is there anything Allie? to say about like you hear of all those times when people have become friends and then like the relationship has grown into something great so stay his friend mm-hmm. if you really want to be his friend but don't expect him to want to fuck you if he hasn't yeah. yet okay like it'll, it's like and if he's saying things like that i just don't know if i can you know because she's friends with my cousin that's such bullshit yeah. He'd be fucking his own cousin if he wanted to fuck his cousin. Okay, guys have no, really. It's yeah. really true. And Allie, there's nothing you can do, okay? If the chemistry's not there, you can't push, you can't pull. There's nothing you can say or do. No amount of physics will alter chemistry. There is nothing you can do to make someone who does not want you want you, okay? If you want to be ballsy and you want to say, look, I'm really into you, want to come over? I mean, uh, I think that's what uh, she has to do. Rip I, off the I band-aid, do you know? If she, if she doesn't want to ever have regrets later on or like always go on wondering like maybe I should have made a move be that girl that makes a move tell him that you like him and then like worst case you get rejected and exactly and then you know and you move on and And you'll have chemistry with someone else yeah because if you're hung up on someone you're blocking your own erotic energy too you are yeah so you might as well just you know what you could do Allie you could because I might be wrong doubt it but I might be Uh, (laughs) what I want you to do is I want you to have an NSA DP that's an NSA dinner party I want you to invite people including the cousin you know, invite the cousin, invite him, invite two more strangers that you're going to meet in the coming week. 
and, you know, see how it is and keep your numbers, equal number of girls, equal number of men and see what happens. See if some chemistry naturally develops between you guys. Set the environment with the three F's, the flowers, the fabrics and the flames. Have good music going. Cook something so that you're on your turf. Kick your cock blocking roommate out if you have one. <laughs> Take a shot or two. Or, you know, you could yeah, also do a sexy picnic in the park, but just set up something that makes you look like this fabulous, wonderful hostess. And then you'll know, you know, if he's flirting with you at that party, if you, you know, you guys get a little drunk you can kind of like make a move in the kitchen you and if he doesn't bite then you know your dignity is intact this advice is so true okay so when i met my man <laughs> i met him at a party i came to the party by myself that was what her advice was advice for the, number one advice number one for the first guy advice number two throw this party two days later i threw this huge holiday party where i was like the hostess of the mostest going around the party having shots i invited like all my friends it was it was a crazy party. My apartment was packed with like I don't know over a hundred people. That was the night we had our first kiss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've got to create beguiling. Yeah, if you want to become the one everyone wants, you've got to create this world that everyone wants to become a part of. And I'm that's just like what really happy that I party. am following Dr. Alex's advice before I ever knew Dr. Alex. Why I'm proud of you. I just like to say to prove when I but yeah Ali I think that would be really good for you and uh, also it'll give you an excuse to go out and invite some strangers meet some other guys you know and if you don't you know you're not into them the friends the female friends that you invite to the dinner party might be aim for eight to ten people you know keep it intimate but big mm-hmm. enough to be fun and uh, if you go to neversleepalone.com there's a whole article about everything you need to know for throwing the proper NSADP okay. And Dr. Uh, Alex is a life. Make sure you costume Amen. yourself according to the collective erotic unconscious. If you could find out what his mom looked like when he was born. <laughs> oh my God. Accept these undeniable truths. Okay. Costume yourself and behave accordingly. Oh my God. I just realized I met Nick when I had bangs. I think his mom had bangs too. Aww. Did she have bangs? She so did. <laughs> I think I think my boyfriend's mom had like a perm. I'm sorry, I didn't realize <laughs> I? Nick was your man, or I wouldn't be <laughs> saying all these things. Wait, Angela, but your your hair when you don't dry it looks like you have a perm, and he does like. Do that. not no. mention oh. this to your man. Sorry, we ruined it for them. Don't okay. talk about it. Just okay. subtly do it. Just show up with a perm and like a hot but pink wait, flowery hair, dress. Wait, your hair does look like you have a perm when it's wet. Or like after oh, no, it's she wet. has like a sh- she had like a short you know like the eighties like short little like a Lana Glazer perm yeah oh that's so cute um, how do you know that she's got those pictures I've around seen her the house? Pi- I've seen the pics because he showed you <gasps> uh, he actually has said to me before Get that he, he thought his mom was hot when she was young what <laughs> no so, oh my god interesting I was like that's weird but I guess not so much according to you Doctor Alex mm-hmm. also you know you need to know understand they were looking at her from this angle probably right so just so wait how do i take that into breastfeed yeah exactly the angle (laughs) (laughs) i'm not saying breastfeed i'm just saying while he's down there just stroke his cheek a little bit Mm. oh my god i'm gonna see if you don't get that pair of shoes you're at i'm gonna go home and like rub his face a little pun him my little little superstar (laughs) That's um, not what it's okay, like. I, I swear. This advice has been, I think we just like saved two people's lives. Yeah. I hope so. And please, both of y'all, you can write to me at neversleepalone.com. Dr. Alex at neversleepalone.com. And remember, I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to make you better. So sorry if it's <laughs> Hallelujah. Harsh. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Dr. Alex. Thank you girls this for having is... me. I love y'all. I'm we so excited you. to read your book this weekend. Woohoo!
We've been enjoying your book, so we're going to do a book swap. We have we a little, doing this a book, is why you're a single book club. We do. Yeah, we're doing a book swap. But Never Sleep Alone is the most amazing book. You've heard mm-hmm. the advice here on our show, so you know how valuable this advice is. So go out right. and buy Never Sleep Alone. Right. And you can do that also by visiting Dr. Alice's website, um, neversleepalone.com. You can also follow her on Twitter at Never Sleep Alone. And remember, tomorrow your genitals could turn to dust. Get the book today. Ending on a high note. And Nana Haina. It is time for our reason of the week, but oh my God, how good was that Dr. Alex interview? That was so intense. It was so intense and I amazing. Was, like totally blushing when she was talking about acting like my boyfriend's mom. <laughs> <laughs> if you want your listener questions answered in an upcoming episode, tweet us at your single show. Or if you want to email us privately, you can do that too. Contact at this is why your single show.com. We literally read everything and we promise we will write you back. You can also yeah. just like email us if you want to say hi. Yeah. Don't forget to like and subscribe this podcast on iTunes or Spreaker. And now this is very exciting. You can pre-order our book on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. It comes out December 8th. When in doubt, go to this is why your single show.com for everything we're up to. All right. Reason of the week. Angela, what is this week's reason? This week's reason is you're obsessed with labeling your relationship. Yes. It's a problem that I feel like a lot of people have. I definitely had during my single days because you go through. Oh, I remember. You remember. Pre-relationship limbo is what it's called. When you've like gone on like, I mean, everybody has a different number. Like it's like kind of a. Like an amalgamation of like how many dates you've been on versus like the time. Because you could go on like 12 dates in a period of like two weeks or you go on 12 dates over a period of three months, whatever. It's kind of like a combination of all these things. There's also like the texting in between. Like you could talk to somebody like every minute of every day and feel like you've known them forever. Depends on how deep those conversations went. I always kind of felt like the fourth date was like the make it or break it date. Not where you were going to start labeling it, but no. where you like maybe you were going to like oh, Jesus. kind of make like a mental note like, I think we're going to be exclusive. And then you don't really talk about it. Yeah. And then you get ghosted or, like, like you did with four. Kansas. Jesus Yeah, that was Christ. four dates too. But um, there's like a lot of questions that come but up. But the it's questions like, come up. Yeah. Can we see other people? Where do you see this going? I notice your relationship status on Facebook still says single. Right? Right. Which is not exactly a question, just a passive-aggressive note to somebody. Yeah. Um, But if you ask it in, like, a certain tone, it's a question. Right. Um, Like, I notice your relationship status still says single. No, I didn't do that right. Mm, Okay, you try. Still says says single? Oh, there there we go. Yeah, that's it. Still says single? Yeah, do a little upspeak. Yeah. Just like Kim Kardashian. Um, So, (laughs) (laughs) but I guess... For a lot of us, like if you're afraid to like bring it up, just keep in mind that your guy could also be like afraid to bring it up. Maybe he's afraid of scaring you away. He doesn't want to be like a clinger. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've, I haven't had that many like boyfriends. I've dated a lot of people that where we dated for like three to four months and then. But did you wonder what you were? Of course. And like what's weird is like when it ended on reflection, if we meet up or hang out, I'll be like, oh, this is my ex, Laura. I'd be like, oh, this is my ex, 
whoever. But at the time, we were never, this is my boyfriend, this is my girlfriend. It's so strange how that mm. how that it's, happens. I do feel like you can identify somebody as your ex, even if you didn't identify them as your boyfriend or girlfriend. At the time. Well, I don't know why weird. that is. It's like it's unfortunate. It's, yeah, but like if I act like at the time, I've only had three boyfriends. So I was always a wuss when it came to this rule. And I always waited till they officially asked me, which right. meant it only happened three times in my life. <laughs> One of them is now my husband. Huh, so there's something to asking. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. Like, I feel like when you're younger, like, people I dated in high school always wanted to label things right away. But then you get older and, like, you both are just, like, pretending that what's happening isn't happening. Well, like, the older you get, there's, like, a lot of pressure, too, because it's almost this, like, scared thing where, oh, God, like, if I label this person my girlfriend or my boyfriend, like, like almost like that means I have to marry them or, like, it's going to, like, it's just, I don't right. know, there's like this heaviness to it. It's like, no, we, you're, you should still figure each other out. Like, you're not tied yeah. to this person for life. And um, there's just like a lot of more heaviness that comes with it. Yeah. Well, Facebook, I think, plays older. a big part of that because it's like, I'm not just like saying it to you. Now there's like pressure to like change my relationship status and like, send a press release to everyone we know. Yeah, but you know I'm against that. Like, I never... Well, a lot never, of people don't do it anymore. They don't. Like, I, I've never put my relationship status on Facebook. I've never had me and another... And a guy as my profile picture. Like, I've right. always felt that, like, you're an individual and all of that. And yeah. I, I don't know. I just want to be like, this is my profile. I'm not defined by myself in another relationship. It honestly wasn't until I got married that I was like, okay, I'm going to put that I'm married because, like... That's fine. I don't plan on divorcing, so... <laughs> it's pretty permanent. It's pretty permanent at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. At a minimum, this is how I feel. Once you start sleeping with a guy, you are completely in the clear to ask where, you know, he's been. Where, where his... D has been? Yeah, you know. His d Yeah. Um, I agree. I do. Um, also, like, people move at different speeds, my current person that I am dating, we, like, he had never had a girlfriend before. And so we were exclusively seeing each other for a while, but he was freaked out by the word boyfriend and yeah. he would not use the word. And it wasn't until like a couple months in, I saw a text to one of his friends where he said, I have a girlfriend now. And you didn't even know? Well, that's, I was like, you told, i your girlfriend? You told somebody else before you told me? <laughs> um, that's really but, funny. Yeah, he just, the word freaked him out, but he was for all intents and purposes, my boyfriend. Some people just like have hangups about the word. One thing that I think is interesting that another funny fellow comedian lady pointed out mm-hmm. was there are guys that call you their girlfriend, but they'll be jerks and they'll treat you like, crap Mm -hmm. and then there are guys that are that don't want to put a label on it that are i don't know what we are and they will treat you like a queen so the important thing is how they treat you absolutely um well we have a little trick for you actually it's not really Um, like a trick it's a trick you bring them someplace and see oh how they introduce you oh wait i don't (laughs) know this trick yeah well i mean you like in front of other people you like see how they introduce you but if you have to introduce them oh i see i see where you're going with this because they could be like this is my friend this is my girlfriend this is laura you leave it up to interpretation like a trick but it's a trick i use all right works for me well what we have is we put together a little list for you called alternative labels and this is what you use if you're still not sure he's your boyfriend it is our reason of the week list okay 
If you're still unsure about using the B word, these alternative nicknames are the perfect solution for dinner parties, weddings, funerals, and whatever. Laura, please kick it off. Okay. I'm going to name, I'm going to give you some alternatives to saying the boyfriend word. Hi, everybody. I'd like you to meet my man of honor. I like that. All right. Um, how about, hi, everyone. I would like you to meet my kind sir. Mm, that's very formal. Yeah. I'd like you to meet my man friend. I think that one you have to like say awkwardly because it like right. puts the pressure on him to know that you don't know how to right. introduce him. Yeah. Um, how about, hey, guys, this is my main melon. I love that. I love alliteration. Yeah. I'd like you to meet my gentleman caller. Very Tennessee Williams. That's, I was thinking that sounded like a little too sexual, like, like he's oh, an escort. Oh, like an escort? We also have one for that later, but anyways. <laughs> um, uh, how about, oh, my, my, this is my handsome one. Oh, that's cute. Um, oh, here we go. I'd like you to meet my escort go, but you kind of got to say it like, you'd probably would be better at using that one because you kind of have to say it in like a, like a sarcastic monotone. Right. Or like a funny French accent because it sounds like escargot, which is a French food. <laughs> escargot. It is. Ha, ha, ha. All That's right. my French impression. That's beautiful. It's a little bit like the chef in The Little Mermaid. Is that why you asked me when I went to Paris to get you a uh, beret? beret? I only deal in stereotypes. I think Paris is just snails and berets and yeah, baguettes. That's what I thought. Uh, it is, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. Um all right, I have another one. Uh, hey, guys, this is my buddy, Wuddy. That one's cute. This is my sex pal. Don't use Blunt. That. Don't use that around parents. No. Uh, this is my guy man, dude. I love that Also one. an awkward That's one. That's one that I would use. That would be my go-to mm-hmm. of all this whole list, probably. This is my guy man, dude. You say it real fast. Guy man, dude. Like it's one. Yeah. Like it's a name. Guy man, dude. That's way less awkward than being like, this is my friend. Right. Uh, I'd like you to meet my Bubba. Aww. I tried to use that name for my guy, and then like, and then I just started using it for my dog, and now it's like another Works nickname better for a dog. Yeah, it's my nickname for my dog, or now. like a hillbilly. Yeah, uh, this is my Booski. I love that one. I use Booski a lot. I use this one, upcoming one a lot. I'd like you to meet my Babesicle. I like adding isicle, like popsicle, like basically to the mm-hmm. end of like any word. It's like like a little boyfriendicle, friend friendsicle. Friendsicle. Friendsicle works. Boyfriendicle sounds like a tentacle. <laughs> I've actually never used it. I thought it would work. But like, um, babesicle, like, like, husbandsicle. Oh, it's like a little summery treat. I don't know. I think like anything made into a popsicle just adds a little oomph. Yeah, it's precious. Good way to end the summer with mm-hmm. a babesicle. Uh, this is a tried but true one. This, this is, my, is the last one. This is the last one. And it's a classic. Guys, can meet my boo-boo. That's a good one. It's my boo. My boo. My boo. My boo bay. All right. We hope we have cleared up this week's reason. Before we go, I want to tell you listeners about a really exciting promotion contest thingy we are doing. This is the first one we've ever done. Okay. So you all know because we shamelessly promote, we have our This Is Why You're Single book coming out. It's really funny. Please pre-order it. But we also know that pre-orders are, they're really important and I don't pre-order books. So why would you? But I do pre-order books when people give me something with the book or there's like a reason to pre-order it. So we are coming out with this really cool promotion. So hopefully people will pre-order our book. Guys, the first 200 people to pre-order our book and email us the receipt, we will invite you to our huge, amazing release party on December 8th in New York City to party with us. If you're not in New York City, Angela, tell them what we'll do. 
Well, you can make the trip. We, we're not going to pay for your trip, but <laughs> you can come. But there's going to be free. Party. There's going to be free booze at our party. There's going to be like a photo booth. We don't know what else is going to be yet. So we're still is, planning yeah, it, but it's like huge. It is totally worth the trip. Maybe you could stay with Dr. Alex, and she's like offering exactly. people her apartment. Okay, but if you don't want to go through all that trouble, um, what we will do for you is we will call you on the phone for a five to ten minute chat. We can talk about anything you want. We will give you advice. We will just talk about your day. Talk about our day, whatever you want, girl. Well, we'll even like. I'll, 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 I'm gonna up the ante on that. We will, mm-hmm. s- we'll Skype you too. We'll, yeah, sure. We'll Skype you. We'll, um, we can look at each other's faces. We'll, uh, we'll do, we'll iPhone video chat you. We'll just call you on speaker, whatever you want. Yeah, we can also send you a personalized handwritten note. But like, I mean, why would you want that if we're gonna Skype you? But hey, maybe, maybe you're into maybe you're collecting into, like, autographs and right. autographs and like handwritten. They like the old old school way yeah maybe you like have a diner and you like or like you hang up famous people you've spoken to we're not famous but you could still hang up our note yeah we're not famous but you can tell (laughs) people we are (laughs) yeah they won't know i mean like we we do have a book but like be like those are the famous but i still podcasters laura and angela and people be like oh i've heard of them but they won't but people just don't want to seem vulnerable they'll be like what's a podcast right or that so okay three options if you pre-order our book Email us a receipt at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. You can either attend our big party in New York City mm-hmm. or chat with us on the phone or on video, or we will handwrite a personalized note. Both of us will write it together. Yeah. So pretty pretty sweet deal. Um, I hope we see some of you guys at our party. And we look forward to just chatting on the phone. And our book's like really not very expensive, so you should do yeah. it. And take our word for it. It's, it's kind of it's- it's kind of funny. Kind of. It's like, seriously, I've never written anything more funny. I'm so proud of this thing. You'll like it. We promise. Um, so anyway, thank you to Dr. Alex for being on the show. Thank, thank you, you so much for listening. Um, don't forget to tweet us at your single show. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. You can message us at thisbyyoursingleshow.com. And otherwise, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. That was a headgum podcast.